Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. And now we have all the way from, I was going to say, sweaty Florida. We have (laughs) Megan Jones. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. Megan, your company is called Wellness and Purpose, and you're a holistic, integrative nutrition and health coach. I I'm loving that. I'm loving now that people who do nutrition and they do health, now they're concentrating also on the holistic part of it, on the mindset part of it, because I find it that is like it's crucial for some for the results. If you want really results in either being healthier or shedding a few pounds or you know, or even gaining a few pounds. Some people need yeah. to gain a few pounds. So it's all about, you know, being healthy and happy in your own body. So Megan, tell us about you and uh, so everybody can get to know you, please. Um, I fully believe that it's the whole package. And I really, really, I love that you do these interviews. I love that you believe in it. I love that you're sharing it because it's not just, it's not just shedding the weight and not doing anything. It's like eating is not separate. Exercising is not separate, you know, mm-hmm. going internally, whether you're meditating or checking in with your own soul mindfully or you know, whatever, through breathwork, meditation, it's all connected. And so I have sort of always been, even when I was little, I was like super fit and athletic and people always asked me for exercises. And when I was little, I was also kind of into food and into any fad, you know, like fat free in the eighties and carb free <laughs> when that became a thing. And, you know, and I, I wasn't necessarily healthy doing it, but I was always the one who was like curious about I mean, I can't even say I was curious about like the body or anything, but I was just always curious about like fuel or Mm -hmm. exercise, you know, and then of course being female, I know a lot of men go through this too, but it's a lot of us women. uh, There's also all those insecurities. So you're like, well, maybe if I do this, I'll be thinner and cuter and more popular. Or if I do this, I'll be more fit and that, you know, so a lot of it was also that internal awfulness that we do to ourselves yeah. And um, so that's just me. And then my life was going along and going along and a uh, relationship that I was in. And I was, I was I even helped him like drop 60 pounds, I think. And wow. on some diet, I think it was like South beach, you know, like yeah. when it first came out, like, yeah. like 20, 25 years. <laughs> and, uh, and it just, it was, you know, at the end and back then it's really devastating and challenging. And, and even then I could see it was clearly for the better also. And um, I started to read all the books, all the books, and they could have been like super new agey. They could have been, you know, it could have been uh, 
Wayne Dyer, amazing. Louise Hay, amazing. It was like the Gnostic Gospels. It was other Buddhist things. And they were all saying the same things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? How it's all from inside and mm-hmm. everything. And so I started to like devour those books and saw a therapist and thought it. I had to do these things were all separate. But like, basically, when I started to like read the books, shift my eating, clean up my relationships, like when I started to shift it all, everything started changing. And then fast forward, you have many, many more speed bumps, you know, Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. And there was a very large speed bump, you know, a handful of years ago. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just do for me. I'm going to meditate every day, even if it's like 10 minutes, you know, because I tried meditating, but I might do it for a week and then stop for a year. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> I think we all do it. <laughs> you know, so I was like, I'm just going to meditate every day and I'm not going to say for how long. And I kept track of days until it got up to like 365 days. And then I stopped wow. keeping track because I still do now. Yeah. But like, and with that, like I started to like really release things and release like all these medical things that continued to happen to me. All of these, you know, I I dropped weight, not because I was trying to drop weight, but I was losing bloating. I was losing inflammation. I was also, you know, cleared up my mind and cleared up. So my story is I've been my guinea pig, (laughs) my own guinea pig for a long time. And people have always asked me little things about exercises or food. And then when I learned that I could certify as a health coach, um, I did. And now I'm, I'm and so here happy. You are. <laughs> and here you are. This is awesome. I mean, I always say it's you were present with yourself. And that's how you learn about what you're doing now. You know, because a lot of people try to look, seek for help. I want to learn this. And they go outside. And in little do you know, a lot of the things that you're teaching is the things that you've gone through, your own experience. I think that's what we all do, right? Because there's that saying, and it's kind of trending on some of the reels, I think, like hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. heal people, heal people, right? Yep. And you, you have to have experienced things to be able to empathize. Right. And I mean, I'm an empath anyway, which makes it easier and harder, but, um, (laughs) right. But like, I might not have gone through the same things as you do, but I, I can help you tap into yourself to figure out how to get up and out in a better place for good, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Because you went through that experience. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. But thing is, you said, you nailed it there. It's like you can be, you can relate more. You can be more, you can be more empathic of listening to somebody else's story and like and what they're going through to be able to help them. Because if you didn't, then you're like, you know, like, oh, you're just playing the victim or yeah, whatever, you know, things like that. But you see that people are saying as well, like I was watching a video today and this girl just posted, it was something simple. And they're like, oh, you're just looking for attention. Uh, Way to go. And I'm like, oh, my God, how horrible is that? It's like this woman is actually putting herself out there, you know, being vulnerable, opening herself up like to the word. And you just think that she's looking for attention. And I'm like, this is so sad. It's like, you know. 
Well, it's so sad. And it's also so, I mean, again, super cliche when you say, you know, the more judgmental people are, the more favorably they're wanting to be judged, right? So that girl who made that awful comment is in a terrible place. Like, yeah. what a bad space to live in, you know? Yeah, it is. It, it definitely is. And it's, I mean, they, it's out there, you know, it's unfortunate people are like, they haven't healed yet. And as you said, it's like, you know, hurt people, hurt people. I think that's the place that they are, but you know, it is what it is. I think we've probably been in that place at some point. I know I have, I know I have. So I'm like, I can relate as well when people are being mean and I'm like, yeah, this is not about me anymore. And that's the relation that I get now. It's like, this is not about me. This is about them. And I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to carry with me, you know? Yeah. And this is not mine. I have to practice that a lot too. I'm with you. I have to practice that Mm -hmm. a lot too, because, because you can, you can feel them and you don't, you've been there yeah but you you have to then be able to say okay is this mine yeah especially as an empath as well because you're like you're like a vacuum you're like (laughs) it's like no hold on no 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 (laughs) go away (laughs) yeah and we have to ask ourselves all the time right like is this mine this is not mine so then you have to practice with the tools to just let it like release that back to whoever it belongs to (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) absolutely (laughs) I love how you did the 365 days. I'm like, it's interesting, but did you just go and just go all in when you finally did it? Or did you keep track? You know, because I do this thing, Megan. It's like, I'm like, I kind of do like those things that they do in jail, right? So I do like a calendar calendar for a month, you know? And I just keep like scratching the days. And I was like, and if I mess up, I put that day in red. And I'm like, okay, here we start again. And I'll find myself that after 21 days, like after I go past the 21 days, I'm like, okay, this is it. That's, you know, I did 21 days. I can't go back now. That I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, basically tapping the shoulder. Cause I did that when I stopped drinking. I did that when I stopped smoking. I did that when I cut carbs and I won't say it all worked at the first go, you know, like you said, it was like, oh, I will do it for two days. And then for a whole year, be like, woohoo. <laughs> you know, <come> <laughs> Yeah. But in your case, when you did meditation 360 days, like when you and now you keep doing how 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 was it the at the beginning? How did you keep track of it? Well, it, the interesting thing is like, so you're you're finding that for your body and your little soul, when you hit the 21 day mark, you're like, all right, I'm good. Right. Because like that's somehow for you. And then then there are people like my friend is even like, well, you know, it takes 28 days to um what is it? Create a new habit or whatever that thing is. And that's been scientifically studied and stuff. And like, when I learned that the first time I was like, that's fascinating. Like, that's actually kind of cool to know that there was some study. Right. I don't know that for me because like, like I said to you, like the, I've been, I've been mentoring with a shaman. I've been studying with a shaman for over 10 years and she'll assign me things. And sometimes, you know, she'll say, you know, really meditate on this or meditate for two weeks or whatever. And I'll do my assignments. I'm a very good student, but Mm -hmm. then I'll be like, Oh, there's my appointment. I'm free. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I stop, but like, so I've gone through, you know, little phases and then like, I literally just don't. And I was just, when I decided that I was going to do that, it was simultaneous with like, also, I'm just going to like really just like go further into eating for myself. I had Mm -hmm. not, had I signed up for health coaching school? No, 
not yet. I didn't even know what a health coach was, <laughs> but I just decided that I was going to figure out what my body ran on the best, like really treat my body the best and also start meditating every day. I don't know why it came up, but I needed to. So I would sit in meditation in the mornings. I still do. I haven't stopped, but, um, and I do, I write in the mornings, but I don't write to keep. It's not like, dear Megan, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I write it out. Sometimes it's just like pages of curse words to like, <laughs> get, get it get <laughs> but like, sometimes it's, sometimes it's, it helps me to realize something that happened or it gives me ideas or sometimes it, it, I get a lot from it. Like guidance comes in through writing also for me. And then when the notebook's full, I just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And on those mornings, when I started meditating, I'd put at the top of the page, like, you know, what is today? 13. So I'd put like 10, 13, 21. I, I did this morning. And then I just like write through it. But on those days when I started, I was like day one meditation, uh, clean eating. And then it was like day 57 meditation. And when I hit 365, 367, I was like, why am I still numbering this? Like I literally numbered it because my morning routine is, yeah, it, it's kind of ever fluctuating, but it's non-negotiable for me. It's like literally one of my lifelines. So that's how I kept track. I didn't even plan on keeping track. I didn't say, okay, on this day in August, I'm going to start meditating. I was just desperate to heal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. And that, I think that's a great way because sometimes when you do to a certain date, it's like, it's like that. It's like a diet, you know, like when people go on diets and they're like, Oh, I'm going to go like, you know, the week that there's like Monday through Saturday's diet. And then Sunday is like, well, I can go cheat day, you know, and go crazy. Which yeah. I never understood this. I never, I still don't understand it. <laughs> I actually got a, a nutritionist told me to do this. And I was like, so you want uh-huh. me to stop eating gluten, but if I go to a party and there's like shitload of cakes and stuff and pizzas and stuff like that, I can eat it. <laughs> I'm like, that makes no sense. I was like, no, so, no. I was like, no. He was like, but you're allowed to on one day. And I'm like, no, I don't get this. <laughs> just Yeah. Well, and it's the same. I mean, I've, I talked to my clients about this too, because it's, it's more, yeah, the cheat day. I don't, I hate the language like that. Like you said, like, like cheat day or, because always when you're cheating or, what is the other word? It's not just cheat days. There's another word. I can't think of it, but like, if you've already failed, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're already setting yourself up for failure. And in my opinion, th- there's not cheat days and not whatever you choose when you're going to have indulgences. And if it's going to wreck you or put you into anaphylactic shock, no, <laughs> but like, you know, you need the balance, right? Like an 80, 20 balance of like eating super clean. And then if you go to a wedding and the cake is good, when you have one bite, eat, eat a piece of cake. If you yeah. want a piece of cake, like don't go blow yourself out of the water on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. But like, speaking of which, let's talk about this, right? Let's talk about this part of health and everything, because I felt when I said no to him, I felt that suddenly I felt guilt if I ate a piece of bread, you know, and, and, it, and the other day I stopped myself after six months. I stopped myself when my friend was like, oh, let's grab something. She was like, I'm going to make a cup of tea. Just pick something and we'll have you. She was like, you pick it because I know you're more careful with the food. And I was like, no, I was like, 
why am I so afraid to have a biscuit? You know, because and this never happened before until I went to see that nutritionist and I was like, what the hell? You know, and and it's and I was like always been very healthy. And obviously when I stopped eating carbs, that was not, it wasn't the issue anyways. It's not that I lost tons of weight or my skin got better. No, because I was never a crazy, you know, carb eater. Like it's not that it was right. like pasta and bread all day, every day, you know. But um, it created a thing in my mindset that I was like, oh, no, not the cookies. No. Well, I was like, no. Well, it's, it's interesting, too, with that, because then, then you feel the guilt. It, I, I actually really work hard with people. And one of my thing is, like, we are meant guilt-free eating. Like, we need to not have the guilt to have sustainable eating. Because like you said, you were not, like, you know, going always into the pasta and the bread. And you were not, like, a... You know, but there are certain carbohydrates that are important for us if mm-hmm. our bodies can digest them, like, you know, quinoa and amaranth and millet and farro, depending if you're gluten sensitive or not. You know, like there are really good, uh, long sustaining energy carbohydrates that our body thrive on. And many people can like actually hit their ideal weight, whether needing to gain or lose by eating the right carbs, right? A lot of times the carbs that we need to get rid of well, are the refined ones that then translate into sugar that then, you know, feeds the sugar be a part of our body, you know. So I feel like with the guilt, it's all the restricting and it's all the denying that brings in the guilt instead of looking at it more as crowding out, like adding in all the foods you can eat. Because a lot of people, when they're like, oh, I have to go, you know, plant-based because I have type 2 diabetes, or my doctor says I need to go plant-based because of kidney, you know, mm-hmm. people will reach out to me. And it, it feels so restricting, like, oh my God, what am I going to eat? You know, and know this and know this and know this. And I like to look at it the opposite way of like, there's so much you can eat. Yeah, but I mean, like the, having that that mindset of bringing you into that guilt part when it comes to food, it's you know, and it's just, terrible. It, it, it's it terrible. Is, I mean, but that's why a lot of people's like they're counting calories, then they're going yep. like you, they grab all this diet stuff and they go bananas with diet stuff. Then I'm like, don't, I mean, and diet, I mean, diet has aspartamath, which is like a very bad chemical thing that, that has like all the diet things that I remember my, my friend's kid, she used to be a fan of chewing gum when she was a kid. You all the time chewing gum, chewing gum, chewing, and it was the diet chewing gum. And yep. then she started having seizures. Yep. She started having seizures, and when they brought her to the doctor, they told her it was the effect of the uh, as- aspartame. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, aspartame. Yeah, it's yes. the it's the uh, sugar substitutes. Yes. Yeah. That most of the stuff when they say it doesn't have any sugar, it means they have that. Coke well, zero, and that's those are also addictive. Yeah. Yeah, those are addictive and they're inflammatory and they wreck us. They do. Um, sugar wrecks us, but so do sugar substitutes. And Mother Nature gave us gorgeous natural sugar. If you look at like fruit or maple syrup, if you're not vegan, raw honey, like their sweet is supposed to be in our life. I, mm-hmm. I believe in eating, I mean, I really like sweets. <laughs> but, but no, the guilt, the guilt is, um, and the, and the diet culture. I mean, the thing is also like, you know, people 
go on the diet and then they fall off the diet because it's not sustainable and they go on the diet and then they drink that mm-hmm. shake. Like when you're 96, are you going to be drinking that shake? You're probably not going to be drinking that shake, right? But if yep. you find out a way that's like guilt-free and sustainable in you that you thrive on and you can still have, you know, an indulgence if you want to, when you choose to and really enjoy it and not wreck your life or your heart or your weight and then keep enjoying life and keep eating sustainably, that's going to be something you can do when you're 96 without the shape. Yes. You said it's sustainable. Is that, I mean, you (laughs) want to create a lifestyle that it endures and it lasts and like, yeah, probably by the time you're 97, you won't be able to eat as like the same things, but you still, you're still going to work around that and like discover other things that are healthy and good and And discover other things and our bodies shift. Like what you needed six mm-hmm. years ago, you don't need now. Same with me. You don't need what I need or she needs, she needs. But it's learning how to listen to our own bodies. Yeah. I mean, we all know that like water is better than like pop or diet pop, right? Like it's just, yeah. like, we, all, <laughs> we all know that. And even if you say to a kid, what is healthier, mm-hmm. M&Ms or an apple, it'll say apple because we know, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately you know, there's some things that we don't know, but on a base level, most people know. And when diet culture or specific nutritionists say don't or do or don't or eat these chemicals or do whatever, the guilt comes in. And then you're also not necessarily eating the majority of what mother needs, like 80% real food. You might be eating, you know, 50, 60% packaged crap that they think will yep. help you you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that was my reaction. Cause I remember looking at him and I was like, you clearly haven't paid attention to what I told you that I eat and how my lifestyle is. Because at the same time, I remember telling him, it's like, I do not want to diet. And he still put me on 1200 calories. And I was like, I told oh, you, no. I don't want to diet. You know, I'm a 43 year old woman. I am not going to jump on a 1200, <laughs> 1200 calorie deficit. You know, when I'm doing activities all the time. So no, it's and he doesn't. And that's the problem, too, is he he didn't listen to you. And and there's a lot of. There's a lot of that, I think, because it's a lot of people that think like we were talking earlier, like this way is the right way. (laughs) And and it might be that that might be the right way for them. And that's awesome. And I hope they really live a really high quality life that way but that's not the way for you that's not how it works for you and, and Megan speak, and speaking of that because you mentioned it there very briefly but our bodies are not the same when we were 20 and they're not going to be the same when we're 30 and we're not going to be the same when we're 40s and 50s and you know it gets like people say it's like oh as you get older it's harder to lose weight is that real is it true yeah, I mean- I think some of that, again, like we were talking earlier, one third of us is genetics, right? So are some people predisposed to cancer or heart things or, you know, obesity or whatever? Yeah. I mean, some people are predisposed to that because, you know, we come through our parents, we come Mm -hmm. through our bloodline. Um, But does it have to be harder to lose weight when you're older? No, it doesn't have to be. It might be more easy, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, we always joke, but you say like a man wants to lose weight and he thinks I'd like to lose weight and he walks into the gym and 10 pounds come off, right? (laughs) The metabolism, I hate that. Men have it it easier sometimes, not all men, but men have it easier that way than we do. So that's just, you know, how the sexes are built, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, 
but no, it does not have to be hard. It, in my opinion, it's finding the balance of, you know, all the vegetables, healthy, uh, fats, adequate protein, mostly plant-based, but if you still eat meat, adequate protein, not too much protein, you know, people Mm -hmm. get all like protein obsessed and then adding whole grains that work for your body and starting to understand what your body talks to you about what she says to you. And then, you know, at some point you might be able to do this and do this and do this. And all of a sudden you could be like, why am I so bloated? Why do I feel brain fog? Why do I feel gross? And you start to notice that here and there. And I'm just going to pull this out of the air, but you could be like, you know what, on those days I ate popcorn. Maybe I can't eat popcorn as much anymore, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's pull that. Yeah. It's, I feel that it does not have to be harder to lose weight as we get older. I think that as long as we start to learn how to not just tap into like our body, but like our whole self so that when our body's pretty loud, we hear her. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and she has a way to show. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> something exactly. doesn't suit you is like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had that uh I had to become vegetarian because my body asked me and I was like I used to love the taste of meat and never was like not that I ate it like crazy but it got to a point that it was just not it was just not suiting it was just like I developed IBS and that was like yeah. meat was the first thing that went out the window oh, yeah mm-hmm. that's so rough well meat and yeah. certain sugars and certain things yeah it's yeah yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Well, I remember it was like eating a steak and drinking a glass of red wine. And it was, oh, it was, it was hell from there. It was just like the worst oh, combination man. ever. So, right. Yeah. And then your tongue is happy and your whole system is just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> no. oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I'm like, it's fine now because now I, that gave me that, that gave me, that taught me how to listen to my body. You to know? listen exactly yeah. so now in anything that i feel like okay why you are a little bit groggy oh yeah i forgot to drink water today or you know anything like that or that something that doesn't suit me you know and it, it tells me that's why yeah. i appreciate it and now i'm like i you know i'm just like the epitome of health now i'm like i feel freaking fantastic i'm like yeah yeah you know, there's no because you learn how to listen and and again like from before like a lot of people hold food s- separate from everything and food is it's all connected. Our, our mood, our, our productivity, our thinking, our clarity, our ability to have good relationships, it's all connected. And so when you're like tapping in and you're like, holy crap, the meat and the wine and the, it's just, yeah. And you start listening, you start shifting. That's you it's so powerful because there's nothing worse. I always say when people say it was like, Oh, I don't have time to go for a walk. And I'm like, hmm. you know, this is not a chore. Eating healthy, it shouldn't be treated as a chore either. Drinking a glass of water, it shouldn't be a chore. It's not no. something, okay, oh my God, I have to drink eight glasses of water today because no, because your body <laughs> needs it, you know? Because <laughs> we're 90% water. One of my clients, he said, he said, well, you know, I really like green tea. And I said, well, I like green tea also. And you're not 90% green tea. <laughs> it's so true though but you know it's, it's always try to replace it with other things I mean this this need of like you know I had friends that never tried vegetables for instance 
but they didn't like it already, you know? Oh, I will never eat spinach. That's disgusting. I'm like, have you ever tried it? No. And I was like, how can you tell if it's disgusting? <laughs> I mean, you know, this, <laughs> there's really nothing wrong with spinach. Nothing. <laughs> but in, in that sense that I think everything that around health, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it, because it's such a big industry, as I was saying before, it just turned into this, you know, money-making thing. And it turned into a chore. It turned into like, oh, if we want, oh, let's take, for instance, if you want to eat really healthy and be a vegan, it's expensive. It's certain things that are really pricey. Let's say, for instance, if I want to buy dates here to replace sugar, it's in Argentina, it's crazy expensive because we don't have it here as much as other countries would. You know, it's not as accessible. So the other day I wanted to buy maple syrup and it was about $25. Because Argentina, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it's a lot of money for here. And I was like, well, no, I'm going to have to learn how to replace it with something else, you know, put more bananas in it or put other fruits in it. And that's how I'm going to bake, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be super expensive. I think it, there's two things that come up and I want to remember both of them. But like the first thing is a lot of people when they go vegan or if they switch to more plant-based or whatever, like we were, we were talking about earlier, like a lot of times people are like, I don't know what to eat. They go to the package stuff. The package stuff is really expensive. Yes, it really is. And so if you're wanting to be more plant-based or hundred percent plant-based or vegan, hit the produce aisle first really please you know and go there first and find all of the plant things because anything else you're going to buy packaged will be more expensive now the the government here i don't know about argentina but they they do make certain things more expensive like sugar is going to be a lot cheaper than you know organic apples yeah same. like refined white mm-hmm. sugar in a bag in the center aisle and that's unfortunate I, I think that's really unfortunate and that's a fact but I in my life I've experienced this this is for real if you begin to clean up your eating and you do it by shopping in the produce aisle and knowing that like oh tempeh is fermented in a very good source of high protein. If I'm going to run a marathon, I'm going to, you know, have some tempeh, whatever. Right. I mean, literally that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. And, um, but my co-pays and my doctor's visits and my injuries and my illnesses and my allergies are less, if not gone. Yeah. And so for me, I'm saving money having cleaned up my eating and paying it, I guess you can just say I'm paying it forward into my own future because I'm eating cleanly now. I'm still having indulgence if I want to go get, I mean, I can't eat dairy, but there are some great non-dairy ice cream cones. And if I want a big old ice cream cone, I will eat it. Yeah, yeah. And I do pay the price because I don't eat much sugar. So it punches me in the face, but like, (laughs) 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 but I eat generally probably 80-90% very clean fresh food and my grocery bills might be higher but my money I have more money because I'm not constantly in the doctor. I was constantly at the doctor. Yeah. I'm not. I I get exactly I get exactly what you mean. Like I mean if that was that that it should be more normalized than us going like oh I have to go to the doctor absolutely or having to take oh my I have a headache I have to take a pill you know like stuff like that. But there are natural remedies for you when you have a headache yeah. or a migraine. 
Absolutely. Let's start with a glass of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glass of water, a little massage in your in your hands and your wrist and like things like that. And it's just like yep. it goes away. But it is totally. that automatically that we are so it's so normalized that it's like doctors or the dentist or or things like that that we have to go see. Or even going, oh, I feel like go go get a checkup. No, why? I feel good. And I was like, yeah, but go get a checkup. Like I'm getting a checkup, you know, just to reassure that everything is fine. Yeah. And I go now, I go once a year and I'm very proud that I keep getting healthy. I keep getting older and older and I keep yeah. getting healthier and healthier. Oh my and God. I'm good with that. Yeah, same here. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, I, cause I did like you, I took that principle of like, okay, if I spend a little bit more on this, and this was a clear example the other day, I think I went to buy grapes. And they told me the price and I'm like, that's okay. I was like, I don't drink wine. I don't drink red meat. I don't take medication. And he was like, oh, okay. So he was like, so this is way cheaper than all the other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, right? I was like, this is my treat. I was like, I know they're a little bit expensive, but I was like, it's my treat. And, yeah. and it, was, it was that logic that it's like, you're avoiding all the other things that, you know, you don't. You yeah, don't want to feel like when you get older. <laughs> like, right. Well, and I mean, a lot of times, like people forget their why. Like, for example, one of my clients, she's like, my why is because I don't want to end up like my mother. Her mother is really in pain and just like so many physical ailments. And then thus, of course, mental too, because what we eat and our mindset and everything are all connected. Right. Mm-hmm. And She's like, I just want to be able to chase after my grandchild who's a little pipsqueak and she wants to be able to like live more and more fully and not end up like her mother. And then, but it's challenging for her to actually find any physical activity enjoyable, you know? Yeah. So she needs to keep holding her why. And it's just like you with the grapes, you hold your why. Like this makes me feel great. This is my treat and I'm not drinking red wine and eating meat and feeling like crap taking medicine and it's a we need to remember why we want to feel good yeah well like when you do feel good it's amazing like I was talking to somebody else who was a nutritionist the other day and it was that you know especially if you have a business as business owners entrepreneurs if you're sick right and let's say you don't have a team or even if you have a team at the end of the day you are your business you are you're the yeah. face of your business, especially if you're working one-to-one clients, if you're doing group coaching yeah. or whatever the may, case may be, that is, you know, with people, it's like you have to yeah. look after yourself. Yeah. Yes. Because you are your, you rely on you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you, just going back to that, because I want to, I really want to get that clear on, you know, some people is like, oh, I wish I still looked like when I was like in my twenties and, you know, and they, mm-hmm. and then they go again, killing themselves with this crazy diet, this crazy fab diets, you know, really getting, and then the truth is like, we'll never have the same body as we had before. But how, how do you help people shift on that mindset? Because I had clients before that, you know, they used to buy clothes and they'll keep it. And then like the same things will be hanging there for about six years. And they still think that someday they'll fit them. And I'm like, that's making it worse for you. I was like, just give that shit away. Just give that stuff away and buy something that fits you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's hard to not want to like get back on the horse, fall off the horse, get back on the horse, fall off the horse, right? And it's, it's sort of like, you know, if you're riding a bike and you've got training wheels on and you want to go mountain biking, you can't mountain bike up a mountain with training wheels. 
So you mm-hmm. either take those training wheels off, which are those diets, those trend diets, you take them off and you learn how to bike so that you can get up that mountain on your bike and have a good time. Or you say, okay, no, no, you put them back on and then you take them off and you're like, I swear, I'm going to learn how to ride this bike. Like I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to figure out how to eat without these diets. Right. And then you don't, you put the training. It's just a yo-yo diet. It's the same thing, you know, and those diets can work. They can work because you're introducing something else or you're pulling something out or you're only eating a thousand calories or whatever people do to themselves. And yes, initially it's a shock, but it's not sustainable because you know, it's like squirrels. I see squirrels outside my window. Like they don't ever say, huh, wonder what I should eat. (laughs) You know, and like if we, I mean, that's why we're here. That's why health coaches and certain really wonderful nutritionists and certain really wonderful registered dietitians are here is to help you. Once you say, I'm going to take the, tra- the training wheels off, I commit to myself. I love myself. I'm going to learn how to take these training wheels off and learn what my body thrives on. Then what I do as far as mindset goes is the first part we have to work on is self-compassion. Thank Because it's not self-compassionate to keep that those clothes in your closet for six freaking years wanting to put them back on again and going on that same diet that hasn't worked for you since 2000 you know it's just it's not that's mean that's really yeah mean yes i love how you say that's the first thing i work on is self-compassion yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, because it, 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 it is, we were saying before, and you said it already, it's like, it's all intertwined. It's like, what do you feel about yourself? How you feel about yourself? What do you put into your body? How your body reacts? It's just like, it's, it's a whole combination. No, it's not. It's a whole combination. And if you find yourself, you know, face down in a jar of Nutella with a spoon, the first thing we want to do is curse ourselves out and get mad and cry and then finish the jar of Nutella. But what we need to do is put the jar of Nutella down and say, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. There I was now I'm not, you know, maybe have a glass of water and say, what, okay, what do I need? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and if you say I'm going right now, I'm going to be able to get my health, to a point, not get my health back, because you don't want to go back, get my health to a point that's better and then better and then better, right? The first thing you need to do is start forgiving yourself and start promising yourself that you're going to learn more about what you thrive on and learn how to shift instead of keep going back on the denying diet and then failing yourself and then not getting back in those clothes. I don't know. It's so painful. It's so painful. It is. Well, it is when you're trying and it's like, it's not happening. And then you're like, oh, why am I putting all this effort? And, you know, it's just that. And you feel it in your body as well with the yo-yo diets. You do. It's, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then it's hard on everything. Mm-hmm. But you set up your mindset that that's the only way you lose weight. Because as I said, because it's such a, it's such, such a huge industry, but there's a lot of money. That's what they taught us as well. You know, or unless you go to the gym and you eat this or you eat your pro or you drink your protein shakes or this or that and you stop eating this and you stop eating that, there's no way you're going to lose weight. And we see that constant, you know, it's either TV, social media, and it's just like this constant uh, 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 in your face. You know? <laughs> well, and what they're not teaching you is to listen to yourself. 
Yes, and accepting and, and, and going back to that, to the genes as well, because this is something I asked, um, I asked Megan that before, her arms are unreal. They're absolutely, they're like really, really shaped, toned. And I'm like, oh my God, I was like, I've been trying to get those arms for ages. I lift a lot, but it doesn't happen, you know? And she said it, she was like, oh, that's, I always had them since I was a kid. <laughs> she was like, if I do lift a lot, it just goes like really bulky. But remembering that as well, you know, it's the same. I think it's the same as like people who have breasts, like women who have more breasts and they have less bottom and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another I mean, part of the body. Is, like there are ways that we can tone our arms more. There are ways that we can, you know, make our booty more firm. <laughs> I mean, I'm also, I'm also a certified personal trainer and I love helping people with that too. But yes, genetics it's just like we were saying before, some people are genetically uh, disposed towards cancer or maybe obesity or heart things. And some people are more genetically uh, disposed to, you know, nice butts and great arms. <laughs> you know? And it's okay. Can you get better butts and better arms? Yes, yeah. you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. get the best butt and best arms you want, even if you're 49. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. That's old. your age you look yeah. fantastic absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. not a wrinkle on you women yeah uh, <laughs> that's they see that's the, the lighting combination. To no, no no you don't i mean for, yeah but that's the thing i think that's the combination as well when you eat healthy and you drink a lot of water and stuff because the other day my and friend medicine. was like yeah yeah a friend of mine was like um she was like oh i have a gift for you for your birthday and i was like it was a soap for cellulite and I was like, but I don't have cellulite. And she was like, yeah. but you're 43. How come you don't have cellulite? I was like, because I drink a lot of water. Like loads your of legs water. Are awesome. <laughs> yeah, loads of water. Yeah. But you know, it was that. It was kind of shock for her. And I was like, no, I'll show you if you want. <laughs> Thank you for assuming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you like you say, like, I think, I don't know about you, but like I've been in the best shape as I have in my life. I'm better now than I was in my 20s. Yeah, you know? me too. And, and it's that. It was like, oh, when you get older. And I'm like, but I think like it's, it's just the start of a second wind. Like, No, if you get older, you can get better. You're better. I'm better. Like yeah. it's everything is better. Like my digest. I mean, TMI, but like my potty time is better. (laughs) Everything is better. It is. It's just, yeah. And you give less fucks about things that you shouldn't give a fuck about as well. So So your brain is clearer. Your spirit is clearer. It's really, it's, you can be better. Absolutely. And I think if you go with this of looking after yourself as well, by the time you turn 70, I have my mother 63 and like, it's amazing on the shape that she's in. And she's always been very healthy. She never smoked. She never drank, but that's because she was allergic to drinking. So she couldn't, but I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that was the reason, main reason, not that she didn't want to, but it's just, she was allergic. And then health wise, she was always healthy. And I see her now. And I was like, sometimes she puts me down and she puts me to shame lifting like 20 kilo bags, you know? And I was like, Oh my God. Right, so that's you in 20 years. You're all good. You've got that to look forward to. Exactly. That's my example. Oh my God, Megan, I could be talking to you forever. It's just like everybody who is listening to this podcast, they know how much I love talking to health coaches and nutritionists. It's like one of my favorite things. Um, because I love 
help, especially the way you work. I love helping people shift that mindset when it comes to, you know, this diet culture, this what they society told us the ideal weight is or the ideal figure of women or how we should look. And and we're all different, you know, it's it's that. All different. Yeah. Big bottoms, small bottoms, you know, bigger breasts, smaller breasts, arms, uh, shaped, not shaped, but it's it's it that's the beauty about us being different. And the way you work as well is creating something different for that person that is not all in one package, like you know, because they won't get people won't get the same results when their body is completely different from somebody else's. Well, exactly. And if you do something individually with a person for their individual little bodies and souls that they can do forever, it's the perfect transformation because it's yours. Like it's mm-hmm. your, like I did my own. I'm still doing my own. I mean, you are too. We're still working every moment of every day to like, <laughs> be better, release more things, you know, mm-hmm. feel, feel more and more grounded and more centered and to help people feel that they don't have to be that diet culture. Like they yeah. don't have to be that picture or that advertisement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm so glad you're doing this kind of work. And if anybody wants, and so glad to meet you. <laughs> So if anybody so wants, great to meet you. <laughs> if anybody wants to get to know you better, uh, reach out and work with you where they can find you, hon. Um, well, easily on Instagram, I am at wellness underscore on underscore purpose. Um, on Facebook, you can find me. It's just my name, Megan Jones with an H M E G H A N Jones. And um, you can also feel free to email me. My name is Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, at wellnessonpurpose.org. I will write you back because I love talking to people. Awesome. So I'm happy happy to, to hear from anybody and connect with them and, and you know, on Facebook, anywhere. Awesome, Navi. And, uh, okay, so I'm going to drop all this, all this, the links on the, on the thread. I'm like, my little brain, gosh, I need some water. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan, before we wrap up, hon, what um what has been your biggest breakthrough since you started your healing journey? Oh man, I I used to be so sad and so uptight and so worrying literally about only what other people think. And this includes like my eating and my everything. And as it's all connected right now, as I sit here, I am, I feel like I am inhabiting my body and I really care about myself. I am really imperfect. I am not perfect. And I've had some pretty rough days the past month just because emotion, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel so much more grounded and at peace. And I'm so grateful that I have found this path for myself. You know, my biggest takeaway from this kind of clean up my eating is I'm more whole and I'm actually living. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it sounds cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's so It's just that simplicity of it that yeah. I think we all look for it and we all thrive. And, you know, and, and because acceptance is something that we look for it constantly since we were kids. You know, if you had siblings, it's like there, look yeah. at me, mom, dad. And then in school, and then when to finally let go of that and be like, oh, can I, I could never, if you mm. talked to me 20 years ago, I could never imagine feeling this way. And I feel this way. So I'm really grateful. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love that. I think self-acceptance is one of the most beautiful things that we can give ourselves as a gift, as a, as a treat, as a skill, as everything is. Because once you do that, you can let go of everything else. It's just, yeah, okay. Yeah. My parents don't, they don't agree with me. Ah, it's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I'm still going to do exactly. me, you know? It, it, it's, it's, another, it's another level of you that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening. So thank you so much. All right, everybody. So thanks for listening. If you have any questions, drop it in the podcast or reach out to Megan Jones. Um, and we'll see you next time. Remember, I'll drop all the all the thread, all the links in the thread. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Have a wonderful week. I'll see you soon. You Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more. And what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business? I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.